It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up about your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Today, I would like to thank you for being here once again and tuning in. You can catch me every Sunday at 7 a.m. or we are available. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and such. Just uh, type in the Sunday Chronicle. But with that being said, I'm very happy to be here today and I am very happy to have my very special special guest. And you might be wondering, like, how many times is she going to say very? I'm going to say it a lot because he is very important. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I'd like to introduce Scott Dimstra with CADL, and I am going to leave it there so he can elaborate. Thank you so much for being here today, Scott. Oh, thank you so much for the kind words. It means a lot to me. And, you know, being a director of a library system, we we are sometimes perceived as passive and Mm -hmm. and introverts. Um, I am not like that at all. I like to really? get out in the community. I like to uh, talk about the library, and that's why thank you for giving me the opportunity to do so. Yes. I'm glad to have you here, and I I see you out quite a bit. Yeah, I try to get out. And yeah. so and so, you're saying you're not shy at all. I am not shy. You, are not, you the life yeah. of the party type I guy? I try to be. You oh, know, yeah. I try to be. And in, in the <laughs> library world, I guess you can, because again, you know, the stereotype is libraries are introverts, they're readers, which a, a lot of us are. But you know, there's there's a fair number of us especially if you come to any of our programs, our yes. story times, we are exciting. And, and we, we try to get out there as well. So, Well, I, I appreciate what you're doing and how I see the library evolve, right, mm-hmm. as things change. And I, wanna, I want to uh, say out the acronym because I said C-A-D-L, but maybe everybody does, uh, they don't know the acronym, right? It's Capital Area. District libraries, plural, correct. correct? Okay. And with that being said, so when we say libraries, um, tell me a little bit more about the libraries and the system within this county. Sure. So we have 13 branches uh, throughout Ingham County. So we serve 23 municipalities within Ingham County. So we go as far north um, west as the the Lansing Libraries. We go as far southeast as Stockbridge, and we have library in Aurelius Township and Leslie. Uh, We go as far northeast as Weberville and Williamston. So we are all around the county, and uh, one of the things that that, um, residents benefit from is being part of a district library. So we have 13 branches. You can visit any 13 branches. Or what you get the benefit of is your library and your community might have anywhere from ten to 20,000 items on the shelf. And see, in our that, system, you get nice. 800,000 items <gasps> that you have access to. That is nice. And I was just thinking about that, the having the one card mm-hmm. so I can go to all of them, which Correct. is cool. And I can order my materials ahead of time, right, mm-hmm. and get 
them from any of the 13. Any library sent to your neighborhood library. See, that's nice. I don't have to drive out to Holt. Not at all. I can go, I can go downtown, and mm-hmm. I can go inside and pick up my book. Exactly. Well, I, I like that. that <laughs> that's good stuff, so I'm going to keep asking now. So we're, we're going to talk about some things, but I wanted to ask you something because it's so interesting to me to see how things have changed mm-hmm. since the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? And I know that required some fast thinking, right? It did. It thinking did. on your feet. And you made these changes, you know, as a library system. So, so tell me how some of the changes came about, like who, like who was involved in the strategy of it? Because sure. it was implemented very, very uh, nicely. I think it, it was. was. Well Thank you for that. That means a lot because it was very stressful. You know, we're a mm-hmm. public service organization. Yes. You're used to, when you're a public service organization, you're used to the public coming through your doors. Yes. And when the pandemic hit, the public couldn't come through our doors. Yeah. So how do we change our entire business model to uh, serve individuals when they can't come into your space. Yes. So we have a, we had a, a very large digital collection that people mm-hmm. could access mm-hmm. at home. So you can stream music, movies, television shows, ebooks, audiobooks. Yes, I have all an from app. home. Yeah. It's the um, I can get on. I can check out audiobooks and stuff. You can do the ebooks now. Too, Correct. Right? Yes, yeah. through an app that that's called Libby. That's a library product, and then there's yes. another one called Hoopla as well. Yeah, too. that's the one I had the Hoopla. Yep. App. So yes. uh, very two uh, fantastic apps. All of those are usage for those were amazing. Um, in the pandemic year of 2020, we had uh, I think just over 700,000 checkouts that year in that collection. That's amazing. Wow. It's almost a million checkouts. That is awesome. When you talk about a fast food organization that says a million served, we almost served a million people digitally in that, one year. That is awesome. Yeah. And to have that where you can help to bridge that digital divide, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And have these resources available to the public, you know, to have an open door where somebody yeah. can come in and use a computer, but not only use it, you have computer courses, right? Correct, we do. And, and this we, is free to the public. It is. Yes. And, and uh, our computer courses have evolved because we see individuals with specific interest and concerns and um, they can actually book one of our staff members. We call it Book a Librarian, where they can oh, come in. I read about that Book a Librarian. Yeah. You yep. say, I have a specific issue. I have a specific need. I have a specific piece of technology that I need help with. Wow. You book time with that individual, and they'll be able to walk you through it. I, I call it, our staff are Swiss Army Knives. They wow. they have uh, multiple facets. And, and that's, you know, um, back to your question about the pandemic, we had to evolve. Yeah. And so... Yeah. Um, we brought individuals back in. At, at first, um, we did curbside pickup, um, and, which we still have, but it's not used as much as it was, which is a good sign for us mm-hmm. um, because what we found is we were we were ready to keep it and we still have it, yeah, yeah. but we found people wanted to come through our doors. And so once yeah. things opened up more, they felt more comfortable doing so, they have come back. And so we've seen that. 2020 kind of trickled back. 2021, we opened fully again. More people back. 2022, we're almost back to pre-pandemic numbers for visits and for circulation. That is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And as you expand the programs, yep. that number's going to grow, right? I agree. I agree. Yes. And, and you know, what I want is we know not everyone's going to use us, but I want everyone to value us. So even if you're not yes. going to use a library, I want you to look at your public library system and say, that's providing a benefit to the community. It's providing a benefit to individuals who live in the community, businesses live in the community, and students live in the community as well. 
I, I love the library because when I go to the library, I always find it a very soothing place. Yes. One mm-hmm. of my favorite libraries is the historic, the one that's connected to the museum yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and I always have this feeling of peace every time I go in. <laughs> so that's my favorite, one of them. And then I love going into to the library. I was going to say your library, but the one downtown, the yep. headquarters, right? Yep. And uh, the little weather news thing. I yes. did that with my daughter. Oh, awesome. And we took selfies and we got the little it, it was it was cute. But anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked, <laughs> but I just I just wanted to say thank you for those types of services oh, because I think about coming in the library and being able to do that, being able to let my daughter and my son go into the kids area mm-hmm. while I'm, you know, right here at the table. And or we can go somewhere else. And, and there's so many different activities. Yeah. And and that's what I really like. I see the growth. Yeah. Even with what has happened. And so I wanted to just say kudos. in And with that, I know uh, before we come to the break, I wanted to talk about some of the things that is uh, that are going on now with the library. I wanted to talk a little bit about the student success mm-hmm. and and some of the things that's going on with that. Tell, tell the public and the listeners like what's going on with that. Sure. So student success initiative. Uh, it was a project that um, came about in, in 2018. Mm-hmm. And, and it was a project kind of near and dear to me. I, I heard about it at a library conference that I attended in Philadelphia, and it's actually a project started um, by President Obama, and he had an initiative where public schools and public libraries work together to, for the academic success of students. And uh, through that, there was a simple formula that said schools and libraries work together and figure it out. So when I found that, I came back here um, I wanted it to roll it out to mm-hmm. all the Ingham ISD schools in our service area. So we started with a smaller school, Weberville, oh, um, nice. about just over 500 students there. And that was like the test pilot. It was. It was okay, the test okay. pilot. So uh, what it was is uh, we work with the school to um, to get the student data. So it's just a student name and their address. Um, parents can opt out of it if they're not comfortable with the library having that. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. once we have it, um, that's it. There's no card that's needed. The student just goes to the library, gives us their name. Nice. They can check something out. We talked about those digital collections. They can go online, nice. use those digital collections. If they need a public computer, they can go into our libraries, use their name to log on to a public computer. So we started with Weberville. We added Hazlitt. We added Lansing School District. We added Holt. We added Leslie. We added Mason. We added all awesome. of the Ingham IC schools in our service area. And so now over 30,000 students have access to library materials. And we call it the Student Success Initiative because we don't care if you use it for recreational reading or recreational research, but what we want it to be for is for you to feel comfortable using the library and add that to your student success. That is nice. Yeah. That is really nice. And when I, when you talk about it, I just, the word that comes to mind is accessibility, mm-hmm. right? And again, bridging the gap and Think of how many more people, students, are going to access those resources if they don't have to have the physical card where, you know, so much is digital and untouchable these days. So, And that's what it was, decreasing barriers. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the, uh, when we looked at our numbers, the least amount of of library members that we had were um, middle school and teenagers. And the reason uh, they don't want to come to the library with their parents or their 
you know, it's it's hard. They have busy lives. You know, yeah. they're in sports or in after school stuff. Their parents are working. It's really hard to kind of carve out time. I know yeah. having a family, it's really hard to carve out time to come to the library. So let's make it as easy as possible yeah. for them. And that's how the Student Success Initiative was born. So they can craft it around the schedules. Mm-hmm. And I even see that, like, with schools and different things, just the uh, ability to uh, shape that schedule. Yeah. To, to accommodate you and your lifestyle. So that's awesome. And, and, and so tell me some more about these wonderful things as we evolve. We, the library of things. Yes. This is a, this is a whole nother thing. Whole I mean, another it's, thing. it's all that, these that moving be... parts going on. So I'm trying to catch a hold of something here. <laughs> we all have these names for them. Student success, library of things and library of things was started. We wanted to bring non-traditional items to our library collection. So when you think of libraries, you think of books, you think of movies, and you think of music. Library of things are things that you might want to try before you buy something. You might have internet access issues at home, so you might need a mobile hotspot. You might think you're good at an instrument, but you don't know, so you want to try it. You can read out an instrument. You might need, you know, say you bought a new house, you're looking at your property, and you don't know what's buried in there. Number one item that checks out in Library of Things, metal detectors. Really? Yes, exactly. Oh, and so wow. this is all the non-traditional stuff that you wouldn't think a library would have, but we have it, and you can check it out with your library card. I'd like to check out a metal detector. <laughs> well, you might have to get in the whole queue because, again, it's the number one thing. And Okay, and well, I'm going to get on a list, and I'm looking for some buried treasure. That's it. Exactly. That's, I'm not saying anything else about I, I that. I mean, you know, maybe a donation to the library after you find that, uh, okay, that, okay. that uh, buried treasure. Of course, treasure, of so. course. It's a, yes. <laughs> well, I, I think that's great to, to have that and like I said, give people a try, but it's some that might not have access to right. a hotspot. Okay, yeah. maybe you're going away for a weekend or you're part, you know, you're you're going to a uh, a gathering. Exactly. And you need that internet access. Correct. You know, it's a, it's a, whatever the case may be. I mean, so it's it's interesting to hear about the changes and how did you end up deciding like what items to pick for the library? That's a very good question. Uh, at first, we kind of looked at, uh, okay, what can we actually loan? Uh, what can we maintain? Yes. And then what can we actually order? And it's not too cross cost prohibitive for us to loan it out and yes. and just in case someone doesn't return it. Yes. And it's been fantastic. I mean, people have been returning stuff. And oh, so we've good. actually seen the collection grow because musical instruments are probably one of the most expensive things. Oh, and yeah. It's yeah. been going fantastic. We have keyboards. We have guitars. And people check them out try it for two weeks, and then they return it to the library. And that's great because I believe that um, anyone who would like to try something as far as the fine arts Mm -hmm. or, you know, instruments, those types of things, to be able to have access to it and say it's a right for everybody to have those finer things. And and that's a great um, way to provide it. And then for somebody, you know, not to make this huge big ticket purchase, Mm -hmm. if it's not something they're, interested in, in two three weeks exactly. You know? and, exactly and so i mean i, I think that's a a great thing and and i was wanted to talk about accessibility as far as resources i'm thinking about when you allowed library to be open to people that needed help with applications mm-hmm. for uh funding for some of the COVID relief funds mm-hmm. and things it was the my half program i mm-hmm. believe yeah 
So yeah. I thought that was awesome oh, that you guys you are that. doing that and that you continue to have these types of things that's open. Well, one of the things that we try to do is be a very good community partner and and advocate and promote our community partners as well, too. And as part of the Library of Things, we have uh, passes to area organizations as well, too. So Potter Park Zoo, you can yes. check out passes to Potter Park Zoo. I saw that. Yeah, and CADA. CADA has been, um, Capital Area Transit Authority has been a very good partner with us, and you can check out bus passes, 30-day bus passes from nice. the library as well, too. And if anyone from CADA is listening, thank you so much. They've been such a strong community partner with us, uh, just showcasing uh, how to tax-funded community service models can come together and really provide a structure and services for the residents of Ingham County. And that's wonderful. I, I mean, I think that you're doing an excellent job. And in the time that I've known you and oh, getting to you. know you better, yeah. just to see things moving. And I'm I'm really excited that um, I've had the opportunity just to uh, start to work with you and yeah, get to know you better. And it's been an awesome relationship. And I'm glad that I had the opportunity to, you know, meet you through uh something again that my, my father helped build in yeah. his his vision and and I and I talk about it a lot but I talk about it because I wouldn't be here without him and yeah. doing the work that he did and now that um I'm helping to carry out this vision and this legacy I really see you know what he wanted and what he wanted for the community and I'm really grateful for the relationships that I have in the community. And just like with my my previous guest, I I was talking to them about uh, how I met them through this platform. Mm -hmm. And so I want to continue bringing that to the people. That's the most important thing. It's not about me, Mm -hmm. but I would love to work with community partners and continue to bring important news and resources, information to the community so they can make the best decisions possible for themselves, right? I, I agree, and, and thank you for that. It truly does mean a lot, and, and that's why for the library system, it's always important for us to work with your father oh, and now you. to work with you because uh, it allowed us to be part of the community in general and and to have that connection and and to not only talk about the library but then talk about the community in general as well too yes. so that means a lot to us thank yeah, you for it, that and it's been and it's been awesome because it it gives um people that that chance to just access that information mm-hmm. that's um a tool of empowerment i agree a library it's a mind freeing tool of empowerment and you know maybe that's the piece that i feel when i go into the oh, library yeah. you know it, because it's a world that's opened up mm-hmm. through books and media and information you know in this in this awesome package mm-hmm. and so again hats off and 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 so thank you for the work you're doing in the community. And I wanted to ask you this and and see I should have brushed up a little bit better on your background. Now, are you <laughs> you're not originally from Lansing, I'm not, are you? No. Okay. Where t- just tell me a little bit. I'm nosy. Sure. I just want to know a little bit about your background. Sure. <laughs> I I'm originally from uh, the west side of the state from Grand Rapids and okay. then awesome. um okay. I went to school on east side of the state. I won't say the school because it's pretty unpopular school okay. in this okay. area. Yep. But my wife did go to the school in this area. I will say that. Okay. Well, so, that's good. And okay. then um <laughs> 
and then I've worked for Capital Area District Library for about 17 years. Oh, wow. Uh, Yeah, I started out as a librarian and then uh, moved my way up through the organization and became executive director in 2017. Uh, And I think the pandemic added 10 years onto that. So it feels like I've been director for about 20 years now. So it's, Well, you uh, just handle it with grace because I you. tell you, I have never seen you. And I don't say never, uh-huh. but I have never seen you without a smile on your face. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that just makes me smile. Oh, I mean, you. I see you. I see you at the movies doing a library <laughs> thing or I see you, you know, at, at some community event and you're smiling, you're oh, smiling you. on LinkedIn. Oh, thank and you. so that that helps that that helps more than, you know, and I'm not sure if people tell you. Oh, thank so, you. That, that means a lot. And so, and, and sometimes I, I feel maybe I'm too happy, but it's. it's oh, no, there's it's, no such thing. It is. And, and that's what I think you have to be positive for. There yeah. there are. um you know, there are difficult times and there's difficult things that we go yes. through like the pandemic, but it's it's your outlook on life and, yeah. and bringing a positive outlook on it that yeah. can that can if you can share that with others, but also work with others to to see about bringing a positive impact on your community in general. And, and that's yes. why it's community is very important for me. And that's where uh, one of the things that I, I I encourage for our library staff as well, too, is yes. focus on the communities you serve. Be a part of those communities and make sure that the programs and the collections that you have represent the communities that you serve as well. Well, we appreciate you. I appreciate you and um, how you have a love for people Mm -hmm. and, and bringing people together and helping them access these tools, resources, and information. And so um, with that being said, I want to thank you for being here. And before we go, how can someone reach you, reach someone from the library to learn more about this, to learn more in general just uh, about what you have available within Ingham County? Sure. The best way is to go to our website. Okay. Uh, It's cadl.org. That's cadl.org. But say you don't have a computer or you don't want to do that, go into any of our libraries. Uh, You can, uh, most of our communities have libraries. If you live in Lansing, there's three different libraries. There's Foster, South Lansing, and Downtown Lansing. Um, But we have, as I mentioned earlier, there's 13 libraries throughout Ingham County. Visit any of our libraries, uh, or you can call us at 517-367-6300. Just say you want to talk to Scott. They'll put you through to me. I'll be glad to talk to you about library services. I'll be glad to handle positive stories, complaints about the library, or anything you want to talk about about the library life in general. I'd be happy to sit down and chat with you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. So very wise words, very thought-provoking, interesting conversation with Executive Director of Capital Area District Libraries within Ingham County, Scott Dimestra. Oh, I love that name. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) And it was very, it was a pleasure having you here today. We had a good old library party and we talked about (laughs) it, right? So (laughs) I love that library party. Yes. And so, yes, and and you are the life of the party. And thank thank you you so much, Scott. And with that being said, I want to thank my listeners for being here again. I am here every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Hurt on Stax 92.1 FM. My name is Giannis Jackson. I am the host of the Sunday Chronicle. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day. 
At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here, too. Visit lcc.edu slash youbelong and enroll today. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. Like just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, the Rice Krispies. Maybe it's me. You should call me the Jingle Queen. When you're in need of dope melody. You should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me, call me the Jingle Queen. Oh, you should call the Jingle Queen. www.lorepen.com. That's L A U R E P E N.com. Let me tell you a story about Bill. Bill was a normal guy in his 50s, he had back surgery about two years ago. Bill was in a lot of pain. He dealt with his pain by taking the Percocets his doctor prescribed for him. Bill took more and more and more of them to help with the pain until one day the prescriptions weren't enough to get rid of Bill's pain. Then one day Bill found someone to help him get rid of the pain with illegal drugs he didn't need a prescription for. Fast forward to today. Bill lost his job and his family. The only thing he does have is his drug dealer. If you know Bill's story and you don't want to end up like Bill, call the Detox and Treatment Helpline right now to get away and get treatment. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here, too. Visit lcc.edu slash youbelong and enroll today. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you, we promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-668-2493-800-668-2493-800-668-2493. That's 800-668-2493. 